Strangers moved into your new house. Squatters in your new house. Someone else, not you, in your driveway, in boxes, moving into your new house. What? What do you do? Yo, 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 whether you're wearing pants or not, welcome to No Pants Required. I'm your host, X3C, and thanks for joining. Today's episode, random. But before we jump into the title and the details, let's dive into the quickie. Sometimes, just don't say anything. This quickie is most definitely not about Kanye West. Nope. (laughs) I don't even know what or how he managed to engage or enrage two different ethnicities, Blacks and Jewish. But what I can say, if there is a movement or charge for equality or protesting for justice, to have the audacity to wear a statement sh- or shirt or a statement, make a statement, air quotes, about fashion, to have the antithesis with a different message. You are speaking conversely. Really, what's the reason? Publicity? We all know all lives matter. That's not even a question or an issue. The Black Lives Matter movement, which started back in 2013, I believe, or the 14, is the demand for equality and justice for black lives in America. If you saw during the summer of 2020, the BLM, as many refer to it, movement took a global stance where citizens around the entire planet took to the streets to protest in support of BLM, Black Lives Matter, in the United States. With that, I'm thinking none of that had to do with saying other lives didn't matter. So with that, I'm thinking Kanye West, or Ye, as he's referred to by some, did that, did hit the recent statements doing interviews and in, in other ways he communicate, I won't go through those details, to bring attention or, or to bring a different audience to purchasing his fashions. Maybe he's trying to appeal to a different group of people. Maybe those people will purchase his gear. But to me, this is a very shameful act and could have, in my opinion, negative consequences. In fact, several partners have indicated they are concerned, I'm sorry, they're they're considering canceling or even discontinuing 
a partnership with Ye. So now your money could be impacted by reckless behavior, reckless statements that you make. Unfounded, not factual statements. Again, just don't say anything. And that's the quickie for today, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and others. So I recently saw a story concerning real estate. And this is not, and so you know, as you guys, I'm sorry, as you guys are aware, this is a personal finance, business, and technology podcast. So I figured this would be a good fit. And I truly wanted to know how people will react and what would you do? So you save 20% hard-earned money for a down payment of your first home or a new home. And you secure financing for that property. On move day, you move in and you see moving vehicles in the driveway that are not your own. Additionally, you see a couple moving boxes into that property that you just purchased. You look into yourself and everyone else around you. Who are those people? Who's moving into my property? So here's the details of the story that I found. So it's, it's insane. Just, just hear me out. <laughs> so a couple who just signed a contract, obviously, to purchase a prop property through their bank. Um, again, like I said, drove up to that property and saw a U-Haul in the driveway with people actually moving into their house. That was on a Thursday. Friday, they refused to leave the property. A whole nother day later, right? So obviously, you, you, you like panicking, like, I just, look, I just spent... Maybe my life savings. I just spent a lot of money, dropped a lot of money and committed myself for 30 years. If you signed a 30 year loan. So obviously there's some panic going on there. Right. And you like all over the place. And so what what happens here? Uh, what you should do, you know, and I'll, I'll provide that a little bit later on. But as far as the details of what happened in this story is a shocker. So the couple panicked a little bit. Right. And then they called a real estate agent. Um, and so fearing for their own safety, they asked their agent to speak on their behalf about the people um, that were blocking them from moving into their own home. So picture it. <laughs> you excited. You ready to go. You even have your moving trucks with you. You want to jump into this joint. And there's other people there in your home. And then they're actually blocking you from gaining access. Hold up. I'm a little bit pissed, but not to be reckless. I think this couple kind of sort of did right by contacting their real estate agent to speak on their behalf. However, again, a little bit later on, I will explain simple steps that one should take um, to somewhat expedite this process a little bit faster. But unfortunately, it may not be quick. So. Um, it seems as though someone was totally, you know, trying to take possession of this property. And that was very clear to the new homeowners. Right. And so they saw two men at the home and there were signs 
like posted signs telling people to stay away for one day after the realtor said the men showed up to the house and moved in. All sounds suspect, right? Um, and so the couple clearly confused. Hey, say, look, wait, we have a signed ratified contract with the bank. Promissory note, if you will, right? To purchase this property with an agreement to make monthly payments or make payments to purchase the home. And they showed that contract to those individuals in the property. Now, here's a key component to it. This was a bank-owned purchase, which was recently vacant, and it's a foreclosed home. That is very key in this story. So when the new owners confronted the people who <laughs> moved into their home via their agent, do you know that the individuals in the home showed the couple a lease agreement? <laughs> Who signed this lease agreement? Hey, if the property was vacant and it's foreclosed by the bank, no one should be living there. So if you have a signed lease agreement, that is, to me, that's saying that either this agreement or this lease was created or someone actually provided these individuals with the access to this home with an air quote fake lease and agreement. I could put a lot of different things in your head together here, but I'm spinning my wheels, but so I'll continue with the details of the story. So the couple called the cops. Bravo. They probably should have did that first. <laughs> so once the co cops were on site, they took a look at the lease and it was not accurate. It was not correct at all. Very clear there was a bunch of mistakes in the lease agreement. So local news channel was called to try to talk to the men inside of the home. The story gets weird. The men said that a person provided a person's name and that the lease and that they got the lease from this individual. And also stated that the lease was an uncle. But say they didn't know his last name. Come on now, dude. Like, you don't know your uncle's last name? First uncle, third uncle, second uncle, whoever uncle. You don't know your uncle's name? Also, why isn't a name on a lease? If the uncle provided you with that. Again, story sounds a little suspect. Actually, story sounds a lot suspect, right? Or as you youngsters would say, sus. <laughs> so... Um, so again, they didn't know the last name of said uncle and they declined to answer further questions. I'm like, damn, this is, this is interesting, right? So these individuals are in my home. I purchased and refusing to leave and showing a fake agreement. Here's the issue. Once the cops arrive, they say this is a civil matter. We can't kick them out. Obviously, distraught the couple is. That's not good enough for me. And I will be very upset, just like that couple was very upset. They want answers from the bank. How did someone get access to the home? If this home is closed, how did one get access into the home? You're going to expect me to pay for this home in which I'm not even living in. 
So I think what the couple did was right to go back to the bank and, and try to start an investigation from the bank side. The reason why I think that's pretty smart is because it's going to cost a pretty penny to move forward. I think that's, you know, pretty obvious. Some of you smart guys and girls here may already know what needs to be done. But I can tell you that feeling, mm, not a good feeling, not a good feeling. <laughs> you guys like the sound effects? <laughs> so what would you do after you call the cops and you couldn't initially resolve the matter? What would you do in that case? Hell, what are your options? Are you even aware what your options are? Well, like I said, I think the couple started off the right path because they redirected the matter back to the bank. I think that's very smart. Now, granted, this story is, is still ongoing. I don't have the full details of what happened next, but I can speculate <laughs> that if you put this matter back onto the bank, maybe they can expedite the process. Also hold off on you making any payments. Hey, I can't gain access to a property I just purchased because someone gained access to this property that you owned bank prior to me taking possession. So technically you bank have to get rid of these individuals, not me. And I think that would be the smart play to make because it'd be a very costly to do it all on your own. So I ask you again, what are your options? <laughs> you really don't have many. Sadly, squatters have a lot of rights here. And, and, and some of you may be thinking, wait a minute, is, it, is this a squatter versus trespassing? Well, if the property is vacant, can't really be trespassing because I didn't really own the property prior to you, to the squatters entering it. So technically, it's really two matters here. It's the bank have to remove the squatters or someone will have to be living in the property and trespassers will have to be would enter into the property. And then from there, the police legally could remove the individuals from the property. But in this story, vacant property. So, you know, this said uncle, whoever this dude was, saw an opportunity. Vacant property. I'm driving past this joint every day. This property is vacant. I got these suckers over here who need somewhere to stay. Let me go over here and take off these uh these boards. There were boards up on the home. Or let, let's go over here and try to make this look a little bit presentable. Sign this little random agreement with not my real name. And uh, don't put a last name on here. And let these little joints pay me in cash. Or check, lame, every month. I'm about to make me some money out of this, right? That's what I'm thinking to happen. This realtor set them up or this individual who just saw opportunity, right? That's what I'm thinking happened. What do you guys think? What do you guys think? No, for real. <laughs> what do you think has happened? How can one seriously take ownership of a home and really demand like, hey, dude, this is my house. What are you talking about? Like, there's no proof. You, you don't. You have no paperwork. The lights probably won't even on. Anyways, I digress. So really the question is, what do you do? What are your options? Well, obviously, eviction 
is kind of sort of all you can do because these individuals are squatters. Again, I already gave the story why I don't think it's trespassing. So if they're now squatters, ugh, you got to serve a notice and get rid of these dudes out of your own property. So that's where it gets like really uncomfortable because this is a process. Another option, which I found out, is you can file an unlawful detainer lawsuit, lawsuit against them and formally kick these individuals out. So you kind of have two options here, but none of these options seem to be quick, right? An unlawful detainer lawsuit. I don't even know how long that takes, but I'm pretty sure and certain you can't turn it over tomorrow. The court docket may have other cases already set up. So you have to fight to get your case moved up as quickly as possible. You have a good lawyer to go in and speak on your behalf. Woo. I mean, I don't know. You probably could get it done in two weeks. <laughs> what do you do? What do you do? I just spent all my damn savings for this property. I'm ready to move in. I'm excited. I have nowhere to go. These dudes in my damn house. What I do? Right? File a lawsuit? What are you talking about? Get these dudes out of my house. You can't do that. Squatters have rights. Why do, why do they have rights? Why do they have these rights? I mean... Anyways, I, I understand there are reasons why. No, there's no reasons. Get, change the damn law. We got to change the laws, right? So probably the quickest option, I'm saying that because I don't know the process either, is the eviction route. But honestly, if this couple have somewhere to stay temporarily for a period of time, I honestly will go through the route of the bank and I will put the onus back on the bank. You own this property. So through my lawyer, speaking on my behalf, you own this property bank. During the time of your ownership of foreclosed property, it was vacant. Therefore, when these squatters entered your home and then you sold said home to me, you passed, you try to pass along the squatters for my responsibility. Nope. These individuals were there when you own the property. So it's your responsibility to file the eviction notice and get these jokers out my home. So what's the process? To be honest, like I said, it appears the squatters in this situation and probably in many situations have all the rights to the property that they don't own or have legally obtained to enter. But in this case, like I said, it's very unique because the property was vacant. So taking ownership, they can. I mean, illegally, they could, which is random, right? Um, so the way around this, like I said, it, it, you really don't have any options to explore um, because the property was vacant for a long periodically time. <laughs> I just have to say that. Like, I actually saw a meme of a girl saying periodically, and she was like really butchering the word that's not what she was trying to say but i thought it was funny so anyway um how do you get rid of a squatter pretty simple right first step notify the police for it should be the first step now in this case this couple took a little bit longer to contact the cops like a day but nonetheless they contact the cops i would say immediately notify the cops um when you discover someone 
is in your property without your consent. Then go through the process, unfortunately, and serve a formal notice, uh, eviction notice. Then you file this eviction notice lawsuit. And during that process, you can remove the squatter's uh, possessions um, once, you know, everything goes through. But, you know, it's a long period of time. You're going to have to find somewhere to stay while this process plays itself out. The sad part about this is now that this owner or owners purchasing a property have to spend additional money on filing forms, lawyers, and possibly finding a temporary place to stay while trying to move into their, maybe even their first home. This could be a scary situation, right? So, you know, there's really nothing you can do about this, but I can honestly say, um, I think these squatters have too many damn rights. And in this particular situation, laws should change. Like this is not good business for anyone. It's not good business for the banks. It's not good in business for the individuals. Um, it may be good business for the courts, but we really shouldn't be in the process or in the business of making money on behalf of these type of situations. And these squatters know the laws. So it's not a time to change these damn laws because they're not effective at all. Or if they are effective, they're definitely effective for the squatters. They're not effective for the homeowners. So again, I tell you, not happy about it at all. <laughs> I'm going to ask you guys again, what would you do in this situation? Are there any different options you would, you would seek? Or you agree with me? Okay, friends. So good chat. Until next week. Remember, positive energy leads to positive vibes. Don't forget to subscribe if this is your first time joining. No Pants Required can be found on Google Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Peace. Mm-hmm.